Okay. Jones barbecue and foot massage. Jones barbecue and foot massage. You better come down here, get some of this shit. You like to eat? America loves to eat. So why not open up somewhere America can sit down, enjoy a meal, and get their feet rubbed? We'll fry anything you want for $5.99. As long as it's friable or edible, we're going to make it deliciousable. We will fry parts of the chicken you didn't even know was friable. The beak, the feathers, we'll fry candy bars. All that European stuff that you don't really normally eat, we'll bring it down here and fry it for you. Ask McDonald's to fry something other than what they normally fry. Guess what you're going to get? Nothing. If it fit through the dough, I'll put it in the fryer. Hell, this is a dinosaur. All our meats are gently tenderized to their optimum deliciousness. We got fine dinosaur meat. Took my money, paid me pay child support. Come on down here and get you a slice. Once they get your social security number, it's over. Motivated, 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 motivated. So friends, let's just decide you don't want no barbecue. Well, that's fine too. Why not let one of my foot specialists or myself perform our magic? Look at that, don't they look wonderful? If you really pay me enough, we'll massage your feet in any of these sauces also. Success is the rule down here at Jones, good ass barbecue and foot massage. So go ahead and give me a call or find us on the worldwide internets at the new website. That's J-O-N-E-S, big ass truck rental and storage.com backslash Jones. Good ass barbecue and foot massage.html. Excuse me, did you call number 52? Did you hear me call number 52? Yo, what up? Oh, that's loud. <laughs> it's your boy Be Easy, and we back on another uh, episode of the DJ Blaze Radio Show. Like I said, I'm Be Easy, and we're here with my girl, Miss. Courtney, Yo. I was waiting for Brandon to introduce me, but he don't want to say my name today, and that's fine. My name Courtney, y'all. I ain't gonna say your name. I lead that to Brittany. What up, Brittany? How you doing? <laughs> Bruh, Brittany, on every episode, she needs some rest. She needs some what? She needs some rest. If I don't Especially say, if I don't say her name every episode, then she won't listen. She only listen to hear her name. <laughs> you know what? You might be on to some shit, Brandon. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I know. You might be on to some shit. Oh, yeah. I am. Now, I've been doing this for a long time. I know what to get the people listening. Well, you yes. go ahead in. And that was a message from Jones, good-ass barbecue and foot massage. Shout out to Jones. That's our new sponsor for the week. Jones, barbecue and foot massage. Shout out to Jones. Yes, Lord. So, uh... We got to start off uh, this episode. Um, we got some. We got an email. Finally, we got an email. <laughs> got an email from <clears throat> the homeboy Robert, one of our loyal listeners. So shout out to Robert. You know, I've been talking shit about Robert or whatever. Um, and he <laughs> he uh, uh, specifically addressed it to me, like I'm the only person on the show. Um, <laughs> shout out to Robert. I ain't gonna say your last name or your email, so the fans can't get at you, Robert. But uh. Uh, the email goes on to say, as a matter of fact, for y'all that want to email us your questions and concerns and comments and everything, uh, you can email us at djblazeshow at gmail.com, and, and we'll read your email on the air. Well, not on the air, because this ain't no air. Um, <laughs> uh, we'll read it live, and you can hear. Um, so, uh, yeah, we're going to read Robert's email. Thank, thank you, Robert, for emailing, though, for real, though. Um, an email says, sir, first off, I want to say that I'm a huge fan and supporter of the podcast. Well, thank you, Robert. Thank you for your support. The ridiculously funny friendship you have with Courtney is absolutely hilarious. 
Please continue to do what you do. Well, thank you. We're going to try. I look forward to the show every Sunday. I have to play the podcast on my live speaker while I play Madden with the volume on mute. I do the same. I used to do the same thing. I used to play uh, 2K and Madden um, and listen to my podcast back in the day. But now I listen to them at work. So shout out to you for that. Uh, it's literally part of my Sunday ritual. Now that I'm done being proper, my inner nigga about to come out. <clears throat> Don't come for my nigga Courtney. I won't come for her unless she make me. Uh, she been down with me for a while and I love her to death. Yeah, we all love Courtney here, so yeah. I love you know how- I'm just so fucking lovable. Yes, you are. Uh, I love how you try to play me on the iPhone too, LOL. Whole time 8 plus over here, cuz. Hey, blood. Uh, <laughs> 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 I'm glad you got the 8 plus. I got the 8 plus too. I'm going to get the 10 next and maybe the 11. I don't know. Oh, my God. I swear, every time I hear y'all, I jump in y'all conversations. That's what we want to hear. We want y'all to try to jump in. It's like a conversation. Uh, all in all, I support everything you both are doing. Keep that black. And he spelled black with two Cs, so he might be a blood for real. I don't know. I'm sorry. He might be a crip. I'm sorry. He's not no crip either. Keep that black magic going. Let's piss off these colonizers. Much respect. And it says it's sent from his iPad. And now I wasn't supposed to read that, but I just want to let y'all know that Robert got a little bit of bread. So shout out to you, Robert. Uh, you and your uh, Apple products. And like, well, I, you know. and like I said, if y'all want to email in the show, uh, y'all concerns or y'all uh, uh, comments or whatever, you know what I'm saying? DJBladeShowGmail.com. You don't got to just address it to me. Address it to Courtney or Amy or one of them Mac boys or Return yeah. of the Max. Yeah. Return of the Max. Oh, oh my bad. Yeah. You like that name, ain't it? First of all, Brandon, don't you start with me today. Why? What did I do? You like that name, ain't it? Yeah, you know you did. Oh my god. Yeah. I ain't gonna I ain't gonna you keep on with me and I'll tell you a little secret. A little secret. <laughs> I like secrets. You, I, I like secrets. That you got turned up last night. And we almost didn't have a show. <laughs> let me tell y'all. America, let me tell y'all. Not America, just black folks. Internet. Uh, internet. <laughs> I this show really almost didn't happen. Y'all gotta thank my woman for going out to get this root beer and these tater tots because she has a name. Brittany. Because <laughs> since my woman ain't ran, I sw- didn't Robert just tell you to stop giving me a hard time, son. I swear. Like <sighs> I wouldn't be me if I didn't. Continue, ma'am. I, the show just almost didn't happen. I had already asked this man if he had any availability in his schedule the rest of the week to record because you all know I'm off and shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, I, I done came through. I'm on here. I'm on here and I'm ready. I'm all branding shit. Yeah. Yeah. You ain't throwing up all over the place. So I appreciate you for that. I appreciate it too. But just in case if anything was to happen, I just ate a little bit of Thai food. Uh, Brittany gonna be the co-host well, if I have to disappear. We get to hear Brittany' voice finally. She won't be a myth anymore. <laughs> so what's been going on in the news? Something that piqued your interest uh, before you got drunk? Okay, you don't even gotta be like before I got drunk. Okay, it's a before. It's kind of like uh, before Christ and after Christ. Before drunk and after drunk. <laughs> um so one thing that's been really interesting to me is this here little march for these kids Mm, yeah so you know 
I don't really know how I feel about it. I know how I feel about it. Let me don't even fucking lie. I think I think that it is complete and utter bullshit. Number one, because uh, these Caucasians, because that's mostly all that was at the march. I mean, there were a few black folk here and there, you know, sprinkles mm-hmm. of us. Uh, but for the most part, it was mostly white people. And I just don't understand the colonizers because, you know, they go out of their way because they want to have these guns and they want to have access to all this stuff. And, you know, I feel like they create policies and then they march and have they look what I call their temper tantrum when, when the policy that they have been rooting for and been on the side of somehow backfire. And it's just real annoying. Um, because one is nothing is getting ready to change with this, this administration, I don't feel like it's going to do anything at all so now y'all just marching and doing whatever y'all want to do out there with all these little cutesy wootsy ass signs mm-hmm. uh and i seen one uh on amy's page and one was just like she'll she'll stop eating avocados if something about the gun laws don't change and she fucking love avocados and i was just so disgusted at this white privilege because let us get together and try to march or anything we can't even fucking kneel in silent protest yeah. without some bullshit. But a million of these crackers get together and walk all day long with churn and cute little signs that they probably had arts and craft time last night with little Jimmy mm-hmm. to make. Yeah, I was, um, it's, it's, uh, I was, uh, I'm friends with a uh, ride from the black guy who tips and on his, um, on his, uh, Facebook page, he had posted or whatever. And they were like, he had posted something like they were offering free rides for people, um, that were protesting or whatever in that, you know what I'm saying? Cause it happened all over the nation. But I remember back when like, it was a lot of the black lives matter protests and shit. Like people, I, I forgot what was it? I don't know if it was Chick-fil-A or somebody. They like were giving food to the police that was out there working. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. weren't doing nothing for the protesters and that, you know what I'm saying? Um, so it, it's kind of like when it's black people doing shit, you know what I'm saying? They don't want to do nothing for, black people but when it's you know other people they want to give them free rides and shit you know what i'm saying like uh kind of it kind of reminded me of that woman's march you know what i'm saying that happened after the election. right first of all we know cracker women the one voted hard down for trump ain't nobody gonna Fi- be out there marching uh, with y'all 53 percent of y'all so i look at all of y'all kind of side right and it, all, all every single last one of them and you know another thing that really gets on my damn nerves and i just got to say this because i love gabrielle union and i love tracy ellis ross and i love um yara I can't think of Shady. her name, but y'all know grown, yeah, grownish. Um, I love these women, mm-hmm. but they was all for the little kids' little march. They all for the little women's march, and I just apologize because, um, I just that that whole thing ain't my ministry. I'm not gonna sit and pretend like you know, especially them because they are on their platforms and their social media platforms, and they talk about how you know. Trump is and they just against him and against the administration and you know they were just so appalled when he got elected and then not you out there marching and holding hands with motherfucker that done elected him I'm sorry but all them everybody anybody that elected him anybody that voted for him to me they are the op point blank and the period the only, I can't even the only thing I say about uh like somebody like them like if they were like marching with Black Lives Matter and, you know, all of the other, you know what I'm saying, Justice for Trayvon or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Just all of the other um, marches that 
mainly dealt with black people. And they marched with, with you know what I'm saying, the Women's March and then this March, uh, the, what is it, March for Our Lives or whatever. Then I, mm-hmm. I don't really look at them sideways. These people, like, I know it was a um, post from um, somebody that called out, like, Selena Gomez, right? And, um, Ooh, right. And she had said something like, you know, I guess people were questioning her why she didn't say anything about Black Lives Matter. Her response was, um, a hashtag ain't gonna save no life or whatever, right? So then, like, I guess last night or the, early this morning, she had, you know, made a post about March for Our Lives and put a hashtag March for, March for Our Lives or whatever. And then somebody, you know, I guess the same person got back at her, like, I thought you said the hashtags ain't gonna save no lives. What, you know what I'm saying? What's right, up now? Right, yeah. You know what I, I'm I, like, I, see your, I see the different perspective. And I be needing that sometimes because just like um, I have a book club and we've been talking back and forth mm-hmm. um, and uh, we're reading the four agreements right now. And so we are at a point now where it came up about don't take things personally. And we were talking about how that relates to the media. And I was having to go into deep discussion and explain how I don't take anything anyone says or does to me personally, but the only thing that I ever take personally, whether it be from the media or anything is how my people are treated because before I am anything, before I am the co-host of the DJ blaze radio show, before I'm a blogger, before I'm Brittany's girlfriend, I am black before I am a woman. I am black. My opinion is black. My perspective is black. I see black. That's all I see is black. My all, every single viewpoint is black, blickety black, black, black. So I'm gonna always take it personal. And, uh, all that was just real personal to me, and I just was sitting thinking, like these white sons of bitches. Yeah, it's it's, uh, it's shame to say though for me though it's kind of hard to trust trust them trust a, a lot of uh, people of the uh, Caucasian persuasion nowadays. And just... this is why I could never date outside my race. I just couldn't. Yeah, I, I just because I I ain't I can't never I can't hardly even go to sleep good I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to keep my eye on you because first of all I like the ID channel would would talk about real life scenarios that have happened based on true stories and you know it just be a lot of crackerization on the ID channel and then you got Snap and it just be a lot of crackerization on they too they y'all be they be flipping the fuck out because they bred on evilness and no I ain't going to sleep by now. Now I got a little hair from a little crack a couple of times, and you know it was all right. It was very good, but I ain't, I ain't doing all that in love stuff. Mm, ain't doing that. Mm, my sister, my sister. I did. Shut up. Yeah, you, from this, a white, white I person. did. This was a, this was years, a couple years way, not more than a couple years ago. Honestly, um, before I was had arrived in my journey and understood who the fuck I was, was I just wanted my booty ate. All that I I dreamed about. First of all, I didn't say sex. I said I got head from her. I got my booty eight and stuff. I ain't, it went, I ain't, we did no scissoring. And okay, me, okay, okay. All right, I got a question. All right, okay, you said head, right? For, mm-hmm. I mean, for. And I ain't gave her none. So, okay, oh, for, what do you consider sex when it's two women? This is a serious question because I want to know. In your, you know, in your lexicon. Ooh. What is considered head, I mean, what is considered sex for two women? Because it's, because I mean, it's a limited amount of yeah. things that y'all can do. Hold on, hold on. Don't put no limitations on us, honey. Um, so I mean, obviously, if one woman does strap up of their to- of there is that type of toy involved, that's sex, obviously. That's what you call sex. Um, yeah, but honestly, the head is sex, it's just a specified. I'm specifying the type of sex. Just like how you specify anal when you do that, it's it's don't, sex. I'm just when you do that, I don't do that. Okay, okay, right. So when I <laughs> 
I don't do do that. Okay, right. So I get I get how literal you're trying to be. I don't mean when you do it. I just anal when, sex in general. When people say they have been, they don't just say, oh, I had sex last night. If they got done in their booty, they say I had anal sex. Yeah. I they just you. specifying the sex. So I'm just specifying the type of sex, which was really important for me because I didn't bump, I didn't bump hoo-hahs with no white woman. And I didn't put my face in no white woman who high or her booty. Why? You but she like definitely. <laughs> nope, sure wow. don't. And um, you know, but I did get head, you know, from her, and she gave my booty, and it was hey, it hey, was hey, it was hey. pretty decent. Does Brittany know? Yeah, Brittany know. She's oh, sitting okay. right here. So. I was just <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, Brittany, you so stupid. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah. I, I did that, but that I, at this point in my life, I could not even do that. Damn, Courtney, you got more white pussy than me. <sighs> <sighs> I'm just saying. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, that happened um this week. There was another um. Did you hear about? Well, I know everybody's heard about the guy in uh, Sacramento that got killed. Let me say. Let me not say the guy. Let me find his name real quick. Stefan something. Stefan or Stefan. Uh, what was his name? Uh, he got killed in his own backyard. I know you heard about it. Stefan Clark. Yes, yes. I did hear about that. And when I tell you, when I tell you I was, um, like, I, so I'm, I'm not going to front and say things like that don't anger me. I think that was one of the conversations we were having in my book club. She was just like, you know, anger is an emotion that she feels that just doesn't align with her faith. And she doesn't feel like it, it should anger me, but it definitely does. Mm -hmm. Um, It angers me. It makes me sad. And sometimes it, I, it, it makes me um, almost feel hopeless because it's just, it is just so out of control so out of control and don't nobody give a damn but us the some of us that do because i can say the most frustrating thing is the people that thought like made me till thought prior to Emmett's death like oh they ain't got nothing to do with me or that don't affect me or this you know mm-hmm. it's just it's just real it's just real bullshit that I, I um in his backyard like that's just ridiculous now 20 times and all he had was a cell phone and i feel like they these shot people, him 20 times or they shot at him 20 times so okay so it just i just know there were 20 shots i don't know the specifics on if all the bullets had contact or if they just were shooting but even still for a cell phone for a cell phone these people go through training 19 weeks 20 something weeks all these weeks of training at academies all this shit you know the difference between a cell phone and a freaking gun. There's no way that you can hold a cell phone where it would even ever remotely look like a gun. And then I remember when the story was had first came out, there was like at first they thought he had a gun, and then they thought he had what was it, a tie or a jack or something yeah, like that? Yeah, because they said and, whoever they were looking for a person that was um busting out windows in the neighborhood. I don't know. I saw like a um I really haven't been following this story too too closely. Like watching the uh dash cam. I mean not I mean the body uh cam videos and uh, i saw a little piece of the uh helicopter video and they whoever it was in the video they were like they had like jumped the fence or whatever and and wound up in his backyard i guess it was him so i don't know if he was the one that was really doing it or what but i don't don't know part of the story 
understand that. And I get that point. I get that point that is to be made. Only thing I'm saying is when Caucasians do anything, even when they resist an arrest, even when they got guns, even when they done shot up a school, even when they done been blowing up shit in Texas, they still, if uh, if they are alive, they are unwounded. Mm-hmm. They are handled with care during transport. Um, and and they make it. They live to tell their side of the story or go in front of the judge or, you know, have a trial. Yeah. We can't even, we don't even get to live to tell our part. We don't, and because even if we get taken in, we treat it. We look at the um how they did what is it Jaquez when he was in Miami y'all see how the cops sling him there was no reason for him to be slung like that oh yeah but even something as simple as that is what I'm saying like when white folk get arrested they don't when they, I don't even see them get slung yeah and some of them deserve to be slung the fuck around kicked in the throat tased shit some of them motherfuckers deserve to be shot put the fuck down mm-hmm. yeah I whatever. Don't. I don't know, but I, I I don't know too much extra. I know they were having like a whole bunch of protests and stuff in Sacramento. Um, they had like I I, I want to say the protests in Sacramento like messed up the uh, Sacramento Kings um, basketball game. Mm-hmm. And like at the end of the game, the uh, players and the owner stood and like at the middle of the court, and the owner and like had like said something like, you know, what I'm saying we need to come together to stop you know this kind of stuff from happening and. It was a pretty good little speech he he said or whatever, but um, um, yeah, it's crazy. Well, I don't want to say it's crazy because it's just a, a it's our reality right now. But it is very yeah. disheartening and disgusting. Yeah, I, I'm. I mean, at, at this point, like all that marching and shit, that ain't gonna do nothing, man. Like Mm-mm, it ain't. You just gotta like, you really just gotta show them with your money, like your win to be not fucked with like like when that shit happened with uh Papa John's right people start mm-hmm. fucking with Papa John's Papa John's lost their deal with 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 the NFL now the next Papa John's commercial I see them niggas sounding humble as fuck on the commercial they do you know what I'm saying so mm-hmm. you got to do shit like that like let them know like yo we'll take our money elsewhere and so I agree with that and um I hate it when People act like they can't take their money elsewhere. I hate, I and I'm, I'm going to say this, and it's, um, people probably won't like it, but I hate the mentality of our people a lot of times because we just feel like in order, in order to be cool or in order to be in or in order to be accepted, like we just be got to spend be spending all this money on the fly as shit and mm-hmm. be doing that and don't have the first healthcare insurance or the first life insurance policy or. Or, or just basic shit that you just should need you need to have regardless but we out here flogging and styling and profiling trying to prove to other broke motherfuckers that we ain't broke when you know damn well you broke and it's that's just a problem for me or even especially when it comes to like when different other businesses do something or you know they just oh i can't not buy from this place or i can't like, i'm gonna have to sit out on this one i just it's just real annoying to me because we are um we are what keeps the economy alive we are the highest consumer when we base it off of race we're the highest consumers we spend all the monies all the time everywhere yes we can really shake shit up and change it if we wanted to but we don't want to not enough of us anyway so yeah i don't know i mean a lot of that stuff when like you was talking about people flossing and all that shit it's just the 
make people feel good in the moment because a lot of people can't see, like, <clears throat> see past, like, right now. Like, they don't really see no no future. You know what I'm saying? I agree so, with that. And and, and that's all, that is also a problem with me, too, because I always say people, you know, are talking about don't worry about the past, don't worry about the future, just live in the right now. And that's cool and all, but one thing that you got to understand that the effects of, of what's happening today, the shit we're going through today, is shit that was put in motion way before now, years ago. Like, they people be legit thinking about their future and what they want to see happen and where they want that shit to go, especially when we're talking about the government. And then thus here we are here we are. So I feel like there should be a little more thought put into it. But you know, I just be on other shit and what do I know? Yeah. Um oh. did you hear about this uh um oh I'm sorry y'all I'm kinda drunk. Did y'all hear about? Did you hear about this um, <laughs> this bombing that went on last week, a week before last? In Texas, in Austin, yeah. Yeah, I knew all about that because you know that's where them the parts I just came from. You came from Austin. Well, Colleen, Fort Hood, but it's only like forty five minutes from Austin. So, oh, okay, yeah. And okay. I used to work in Austin. Yeah, I used to work at Apple in Austin. So yeah. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. It was a. Oh, and I guess by now, um, you know, everybody knows it was a bomb. He's. Uh, Five people got injured. Well, three got killed. Two got injured, mm-hmm. injured at a FedEx. Um, and they, well, they didn't catch him because he killed himself. A uh, 24-year-old guy, and he was a ser- serial bomber. Um, his name was, his name really don't matter. He was 24 years old. Um, he was a colonizer. Yeah, yeah. But this, the crazy shit was, like, how they was talking about him. Like, they talked about him better than they talked about the first person that got killed. Like, the first dude that got killed was, like, 17 years old. He was, like, um, he played, like. The black. Yeah, he was black. He played like mm-hmm. um, yeah, the cello black. and all kind of shit like mm-hmm. that, like uh, the upright mm-hmm. bass or something like that. But he was, you know, what I'm saying he wasn't no hood dude or nothing like that. But they talked, they tried to say that he might have did it himself. But then when they found out about this bomber, they were like, he's a um, he was a he had no soul. prior, yeah, no prior conviction. He never been in trouble with the law and all this shit. And then even went as far as the show the the world a picture of him like in high school when he looked like he wasn't crazy as fuck because yeah. if he pulled a wreath of his crazy looking ass then he had like a whole bunch of hair on his face and shit yeah and then his hair he had the he had his hair dyed blonde on the ends but I guess he didn't go in for a touch up because his roots was growing out <laughs> and he just looked just looked disgusted and looked like he was ready to bomb up some shit and I'm sorry I know they say I ain't sorry, fuck that. But they say don't judge a book by its cover, whatever, whatever, all this and that. Let me tell you something. One thing that you can see clear as day with your eyes, even somebody like me when I don't got my glasses on, baby, I can see a crazy-ass white motherfucker any day. Mm-hmm. It's all in their face. <laughs> and they he look crazy as fuck. He like he was ready to bomb up some shit. Just like how they be looking like they got... I'll look at a white person and be like, I say it to Britney all the time, this motherfucker right here look like he got a couple bitches chained up in his basement. They be That's just how they be looking. Fuck it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, that happened. I think they were saying they were, like, trying to make sure he didn't send anything out. They were checking out his roommates and all kind of shit. Yeah, I think he had some white supremacist ties. Yeah, come here. Um, Shut up. No, because we just had a development in our story. <laughs> in y'all's story? No, your story. The story we was just saying. Oh, you- so, oh go ahead. Um, The picture that I was referring to that I, I glimpsed. OMG, OMG. So the picture that I was referring to that I saw um, 
that they had that said it wasn't a real picture of the guy. Mm-hmm. Brittany just came down here and busted my bubble and showed me her phone and was like, that's not him. It, oh. it was the the picture that I saw was of Sam Hyde. He's supposedly some type of comedian that I don't know anything about. Oh, whoop. Bubble busted. Whoop. Bubble busted, y'all. That's what I mean, but look, I he he a crack comedian. I I don't know I don't know them for real. Oh. The only one I know that I like is Gary Owen. So I don't Oh fuck I, Gary I, Owen. Ooh. He think well, he black. Fuck him. Well, and you know, I be having a problem with that sometimes. I just want him to just stay funny or whatever and, you know, just show off his black wife and all this other stuff. stuff. But I don't be want him to act like he just like so black. Yeah, you ain't you 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 just get a plate to go. You ain't at the cookout. Right, you know what yeah. I'm saying? But you know, I think that that bothers me anyway, um, especially when people just be like, Oh no, this this a nigga right here and they white or they you know, they I don't I don't like no, 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 no. I had a homeboy used to say that, and he used to let his white friend used to say the word nigga all the time. And he was like, oh, he can say it. He want us. He want us. No, he Where? Ain't. Where? No, he How ain't. the fuck, Sway? Because when, when push come to shove, he going to turn all the way back white. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, right. He white. His mama white. His daddy white. His brother white. That's a cracker, okay? And walk yes. like a duck, quack like a duck. It's a duck. He can't ever say it. Yeah. And I I used to just walk away like, mm-mm. Nah, I'm good. Yeah. Um. Remember last week when we were talking about like that that uh those women that went into that uh mosque and were like taking stuff and they were on Facebook Live and they were saying all kind of uh yeah shit about Muslims and all kind of shit. Mm-hmm. And they had their kids with them, you know what I'm saying? It was teaching them. They was learning that shit at home. Well, it was another young boy. He was 13 years. Well, he's 13 years old. <clears throat> uh, he was arrested for leaving racist, terroristic voicemails for a Georgia NAACP. You know what I'm saying? So he probably got that from home. It says a 13-year-old Georgia boy is facing charges of making th- terroristic threats after authorities said he left threatening racist voicemail, racist messages on the voicemail of the Cobb County, Cobb County NAACP. Um, it says the incoming call, which came around at around 1.13 a.m. on February 25th from, the, from an unknown number, left disturbing messages such as, my number is Kill Niggas 101. My name, Johnny Rebel. My profession, murdering black people. Fuck you, stupid fucking niggers. Fucking kill yourself, stupid, stupid nigger-loving Jews. What? See, it is just unbelievable that we have people in this world, and we just have to remember when we hear that not to let us deter... What? Not to let us deter us from what we are doing but to continue to fight for everyone. Cobb County NAACP president Phyllis Blake said of the messages. Um, I said he's going to be charged. He's currently charged on a juvenile complaint form with the case now in the hands of the juvenile court. So 13 years old, he calling the NAACP, leaving messages and shit about killing niggas. Do you feel niggas. like he should? Huh? Do you feel like he should be charged as an adult? Nah, he's 13. Oh, okay. He ain't kill nobody. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, once he go to juvenile jail, he should go to juvenile jail, and I mean, he'll get enough of niggas in there. He he definitely gonna get enough of the niggas yeah, in there. He'll get enough of niggas in there. And then when he get out, when he eighteen, yeah, he'll probably still hate niggas. But hey, he gonna still hate niggas, and he gonna do some dumb shit, and his ass gonna be right back in there. Speaking of dumb shit, I don't know if y'all saw this video. Or this. Well, I saw a little piece of it. I saw the article. It was a, a lady. She was letting her one-year-old. 
Smoke oh weed my god yes we talked about this in one of the groups that i'm in um mm-hmm. uh we talked about this because she, she's from north carolina or whatever and so um they were just talking about like if they felt it was wrong and because some women were just kind of like well what's the difference in this and the women that smoke marijuana when they're pregnant even though it is supposedly safe to smoke marijuana type of thing yes what it's supposed to be safe to smoke weed while you're pregnant Yes, but this is this is the unsafe thing about it. You got to realize most people that are smoking weed are smoking it in tobacco and so a wrap made of tobacco, and then that's gonna not that's gonna be the part that is absolutely positively not healthy. Oh, um, well, hold up before we start, I'm gonna read the story for the people that may not know. Uh, it says police in North Carolina say they arrested a woman and placed her child in protective custody Wednesday after a video circulated on Facebook. Of the child smoking, uh, Brianna Ashante Lofton, 20, was arrested and charged with two counts of felony child abuse contributing to delinquency and possession of marijuana, according to Raleigh police. Uh, said it had the video had 1.5 million views and was posted by a user who urged the mother's arrest. The per- I know I heard somewhere where it said the person that um um reported it was somebody in New York. So, uh, yeah, that, vi- that video went viral. But uh, go ahead about your group. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. You fine. Um, they were they were just going back and forth about it, and then um, I didn't see the video, so I saw people. I I actually saw someone that was sharing and was like, "What the fuck?" You type of thing. But as soon as I the video the frame was with the baby with the blunt to his mouth or whatever, and I just mm-hmm. didn't indulge because I thought that was 110 percent stupid as fuck. Um. So I didn't watch it, but um, people were talking about the video in the group that I was in was like the baby was taken for real puffs. Is this true? Did you watch the video? No, I didn't watch it because I try not to watch that shit. Yeah, but, um, I don't like I, I don't I, like stuff like that pertaining yeah. to kids. But they said the baby were ta- was taken like for real puffs, and it looked like the baby had done it before. Like yeah, that's what they I were like too. the baby smoked better than some adults do, yeah. and I just. That was just so ridiculous to me, son. Like, why? And then and then my thing, too, is, like, if this is going to be something that you're going to do, A, you're a horrible fucking parent. But, B, why did you need to show the world? People, why? Because it's why? somebody that's 20 I mean, years old. I Like, I ain't surprised because she's, she's 20 years old. She's probably, like, you know, low income, probably just doing anything for attention. You know what I'm saying? That's all it is. It's for attention. She got that attention now and her paper. Her baby's gone. You know, she might not get that baby back. For one, because she got the baby doing some crazy shit, and then she got the baby doing drugs before the baby's even one. So, and then I heard a lot of people say, like, it's not really good for somebody to smoke weed that hasn't even gone through puberty yet because your mind isn't developed. I don't know how true that is. I, or what. I, I do, I do agree with that. I do agree with that. Um, I definitely agree because some. I don't want to say that I don't get as deep into thought, but then also my practices in life are a lot different. So one thing that I can tell you is if I'm doing any type of ritual work, if I'm doing any type of full moon rituals, new moon rituals, and I do it while I am under the influence and then I begin to meditate or chant or do anything else, it is on a, a, when I say another fucking level, I can't even begin to explain it versus when I'm just doing it and I'm not. 
Um, so I do agree that a person that has not hit puberty yet should definitely not be smoking marijuana, um, let alone a child. My thing, and I understand, you know, everybody like, oh, well, she's 20. And, you know, I just feel like, is are the likes and the shares like this, like this important? Like, I think I just be thinking back on how we were raised or the things that we did. And I know this is a new era or age and all this other shit, but really for likes and shares, like they're that important that you want to put your baby on Facebook smoking weed. Yeah. At two. yeah. No, one. Wasn't the baby one? Oh, one. Oh, I don't know how old the baby was. Yeah, the baby was one, not even two. That is just absolutely positively horrible. And now, because you wanted to be a, a stupid fucking parent, now your baby got to be in the system. I mean, that baby probably going to wake, grow up calling her Brianna anyway. She ain't going to call her mama. You probably call her, Ooh, her yeah. grandmama mama. So, uh, this is true. Do you have? Do you think there's a problem with kids calling their parent by their first name? Of course, I do. Why? Tell me about. It. I was asking Brittany that the other day. Like, if we have a kid, would you let them call you Brittany? She's like, hell no. I I want understanding. I guess because I don't. Uh, I mean, just no, no, no. I'm sound oh, okay. like Consuelo on Family Guy. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no. I just wanted to know. Um, be so because I know my mom do, does not like it, and I know we were reared in a way to say that that is disrespectful. I definitely call my mom Tanya, um, especially when she's on my nerves real bad. She gets Tanya real quick. I call my dad by his full name all the time. Yeah, but I, but but when you out in public somewhere, you don't be like. Willie Joe, whatever your daddy's name is, you don't say it. You know what I'm saying? You kind of say it joking when y'all just, when it's just y'all though, right? It ain't you. Ain't <laughs> oh, I see how you put that right on there because I'm in here like, uh, nah, no. Um, If we out in public sometimes, especially if like he about to feed me or I want him to get me something or something, and I'll throw daddy in there. And, and, and sometimes I do call him daddy, but he will honestly tell you, and he would even say it. And in the beginning, he didn't like it, but I, I'm just unrelenting. Like, this is where we, this is just what it is. I would dead ass be like Jamie Brayboy. <laughs> yeah, this is, <laughs> this is it. This is it. I do it in public. I, I do my mom in public. And and even like when my grandma get the tap dancing real good. I... Tap dancing? <laughs> go, go and get off them nerves. Take your tap shoes off. Cause... Hold, hold up, hold up. You broke up a little bit. You what, After I said tap dancing, what did you say? I say yeah, on my nerves. That's what I. That's what I say oh, when someone's oh, oh, really on my nerves. And when she gets start to tap dancing on my nerves, I'd be like, all right, not Shirley. When I hear tap oh. dancing, I, I thought I don't know. I thought you meant soft shoe. When I was about to check grandma for a second. Oh no! Just want to make sure, oh. grandma ain't out there cooning now. No hell oh. no, but but um, and then uh oh, there go the train. Shout out to CSX. All right, anyway. <laughs> Um, but I think for me too, I, I think it, it does have to depend on the relationship that you have with your parents is um, whether you call them that or not. And I, I'm not necessarily saying my relationship is bad with them now at this point, um, but it ain't always been like how it is right now. And that's just, that's just where we be at. But I do notice that when people hear me call them that or say that to them, I get hella weird looks. Mm, as you should. I, I get weird looks when I cuss around them because I definitely. You cuss around your parents? Yes, and, and I'm going to say something, and it's going to sound really, really bad. But again, there's history. So 
some of the times, I mean, my parents are my parents. They created me. They, you know, my mom birthed me and all this and all that. But it ain't the same. And so your by parents the time, around you? yeah, by oh, the okay. time they really started being like or attempting to be my like for real, for real parents, yeah, I was yeah. already out of the influential stage. Yes, I was grown as fuck. Okay, I've been living on my own since I've been 17, uh, emancipated and all. So whenever they tried to start that, it was just kind of like, (laughs) it was just kind of like, hold on now. Like, y'all can be my friends. And every now and then, uh, you know, I'm going to come to y'all because naturally at certain points, even with everything that I've been through with them, they are still my parents. And so I want a hug for my daddy or I want to lay in my mom's Mm -hmm. lap. But outside of that, I mean, it's the it's just different. So I do cuss around them. Mama. I say anything. I get on phone with my mama and she and she running me some good tea. I be like, Bitch. what? <laughs> yes. It's different. It's different. And and if anybody that knows me listens to the show, and I'm talking for real, know me, they they understand it and they get it because it's just been a lot. <laughs> it's been a lot. When you be out your parent list sometimes, it just be a lot. So um but yeah, no, that's just the kind of relationship that I have with mine. Uh, and my grandma was a little bit more there, but not that much. So I definitely thought hit her with the Shirley every now and then. And I don't cuss in front of her as fluently as I do my parents. Um, so you say. I'm no, I'm being dead ass. <laughs> but um, if she get the tap dancing hard enough, or if someone comes around me that get the tap dancing hard enough, then it's just then it's, that is going down. Word. Them cuss words coming. Well, shout anyway. out to you and your disrespect. Not, Somebody who uh, probably didn't off. curse around. I'm sorry, I'm just joking. Somebody <laughs> probably who didn't uh, curse around their mother was uh, Queen Latifah. Dang, right. This is a horrible segue, but uh, yeah, I just horrible. You trash, like. <laughs> <laughs> Queen Latifah. Uh, let me start laughing. Her mama, she had a heart condition, and she's uh, passed away. Um, her mother, Rita Owen, she passed away Wednesday after struggling with a heart condition. For more than a decade, um, say it was it was it is with a heavy heart uh, that I share the news. My mother Rita Owens passed away today. Anyone that has ever met her knows what a bright light she was on this earth. She was gentle but strong, sweet but sassy, worldly but pragmatic, a woman of great faith, and certainly the love of my life. Uh, she has struggled with a heart condition for many years, and her battle is now over. I'm heartbroken, but know she is at peace. Thank you for your kindness, support, and respect for our privacy at this time. Much love, Dana Owens, forever Rita Owens' daughter. Um, so, yeah, uh, shout out to Queen Latifah. And I know that's kind of rough for her. <clears throat> Hello? Yeah, that was. When I saw that, oh. I was like, Oh my god! I did get real quiet. I'm sorry. Somebody asked me for my uh, homemade Alfredo recipe, and I had to shoot that to them real quick. My bad. But um, I, (laughs) 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 y'all, we live. We live. I I normally don't have my phone beside me, but then I realized I was getting a a few messages, and I needed to see what the fuck was going on in case it was emergency. And Nate, she in the middle of cooking, and she didn't have one failed attempt, so I had to go on and you know help out and everything. But fucking jar. (laughs) No, no, that's the jar. Who is that? I this is my cousin. <laughs> she listen. Your cousin listen. Yeah, Danny. <laughs> What's up, Danny? Hold up, Danny cooking. She she got a man. No, Danny don't got no man. Yes, yeah, she cooking. Danny, uh, send me a plate of that Alfredo, that homemade. Nah, shit. nah, nah. You just told her to get the job, my nigga. That you fucked up, Danny. 
<laughs> you ain't that good of a cook, though. That's why you singing. Anyway. Oh my God. First of all, don't come for her. She be cooking her ass off. Thank you. Mm. Anyway. We'll see. Um, but, you know, like most people do use the jar. And I'm just not a jar-ass type of person. I make mine homemade, so I just had to. But I'm not really a good person to ask because I don't measure. People be like, well, how much? And I just, I, don't, I eyeball. I, I cook from the soul. I don't measure shit. So I gave her the ingredients and told her what to do, but I ain't got no measurements for her. Mm. Anyway, I felt really, uh, I was real sad when it said that her mom dies. I know um, her mom used to go with her a lot of places. That they were always, uh, you know, to, they were together a lot. And it was kind of like our best friend. And I, I'm sure, I, I don't know, like even though I grew up how I grew up in a relationship was with my mom, I would be devastated if she died. I would be mm. devastated. Like that's just that's that's your mama. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, it's rough when you lose your parents. Um Ooh. Yeah, but um at least she ain't got to worry about who's gonna pay for the funeral. Uh, well you know you know, that is a good thing because I don't, I don't feel like is anything worse than losing a loved one then trying to figure out how you gonna pay for it. Yeah, so that's one less thing she got to worry about. You know, I need to ask my mom if she's trying to have one of these real black uh, Negro here funerals because I'm going to have to solicit, like, my honor somebody to help with that because I don't, you know, I don't, I ain't even interested in my damn self. I don't know how we'll put that together. Uh, anyway. She got insurance. That's all you need to worry about. I mean, she definitely got it. Oh, that's all you need to worry about. She definitely got it. My pop's been in for, for, for forever, so she definitely covered when it comes to this. You know, we had to sit down and have that talk. Just make you know. sure you get a little piece of that, though. That was when they said we sat down and have the talk. If they if something happened to both of them, what gonna happen? How to dis- how to disperse the money? What I need to do? Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. I don't mind having those type of talks, um, but sometimes I just it just that shit weird. It is weird, it, and it's not so much as uncomfortable. I'm like, nope, I'm not talking about this because when we had the conversation, I was very attentive and I understood what they were saying, and you know, all this other stuff. Let me know I was going to have my sister, blah blah blah. But um, after I walked away, I just had to kind of like physically like shake my body and shake that shit off. I'd be walking around crying, busting out crying later because it just was it, it wasn't it ain't felt good. Damn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know what I want to talk about. Y'all okay. going to have to forgive me because my <laughs> my segues ain't bomb like Brandon's on. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why this just popped up in my head. Mm-hmm. Um, you seen the Jess Hilarious video? You know yeah. who Jess Hilarious is? <laughs> I know I know you know. I know anyway. you know. Uh, Internet. from Baltimore. Internet. Y'all know who Jess Hilarious is? Yes. Yeah, so um, she got a video that she posted about... Oh yeah, you know what? Play it for the people. Wait, do you have her? Do you have her response too? Yeah, I had the response. Um, her response was whack too. I mean, it was. I mean, but you know this. That's... Yeah, hold up. Let me see. Let me plug this in real quick. You know what I'm saying? All this technology and shit I got wrong. Whatever, whatever, whatever you did just now, I was able to hear it. Yeah, you could hear it, but it was. Hold on. Okay. Well, okay, people, I don't know if you guys have been to my blog yet, but you should check it out, multidimensionalsoul.com. And my girl Amy has a blog, Amy's 22 Cents. Wait, is it at WordPress? Oh, shit. Hold on, y'all. <laughs> Hold on, y'all. I think we'll it's Amy's it. 20, 22 Cents at WordPress.com. Her blogs be OD lit. All right, I'm you know, like mine. Mm-hmm. 
I'm gonna play this. It's not too long. It's 58 seconds. Uh, I don't play it. Y'all, I'm thinking about something, right? I don't know if it's just me, but if somebody like raped me, beats me, assaults me, I'm not waiting 75 fucking years to go tell on you, to bring it up. Like, no, I'm fucking telling on you right now. As soon as you do it, like, like, uh-uh, where you going, Bobby V? Uh-uh, come back. Uh-uh, hello? Like, what the fuck are you doing? Come back, get locked up. Like, this is a crime. Like, these women really be waiting hella years. That means right after the incident, you got up, drove home, got in the shower, ate dinner, like, watched a couple shows, went to sleep, got up, went to work, bro, like, met Peter, have kids, get married, live happily ever after, die, come back to life, and then want to be like, oh, because I was definitely raped. Like, okay, Lazarus. Yeah, that was it. Okay. You play the initial video? And yeah, are you going to play the response? You want to play response? Mm-hmm. Let me see if I can find the response real quick. Somebody posted that on here. On this, uh... Uh... Mm. Yeah, I was going... The people were going in on here, too. I'm glad. Hell, yeah, they were. They really were. Alright, here, hold on. Here, come on. Expected, um, okay. Hey, y'all, what's up? So, as expected, um, I'm getting a lot of, you know, negative backlash about, about my video that I was talking about with, you know, rape or assault. Listen, listen, listen. I am a person who's very outspoken, and I like to bring awareness to certain topics that people are scared to confront. Listen, if we don't talk about them, that don't mean they're going to go away. That don't mean that. If we don't talk about them, then we silence ourselves. Something that women has been doing for years upon years upon years, and we don't need to do that. Listen, today is not like back then. You have all types of technology, ways to get in contact with somebody. If you're going through something, you're stuck in a situation, you know, unless you are held hostage, no, no means of communication, no internet, no phone, you can get out. There's a way you can get out. You got people like me who's willing to help complete strangers. Why? I'm a woman and I care about women. Tell anybody. All right, yeah, that was her response. Uh, so go ahead. Let us hear your thoughts. Um, I initially, when, she, when I saw it, I was like, oh, shit. Like, why the fuck she did this? Mm-hmm. Um, but then before I started commenting or did anything, and I ended up not commenting, honestly, but I was just kind of like, well, she did say if it were her, what she would do. But then that's really the only thing that you can kind of say in regards to that. It was still hella insensitive. I don't think you get to put a time frame on when a person gets to say anything at all. The only thing that I do agree with is that women should speak up. You should you should say something as soon as it happens. Obviously, I feel like everyone feels like that. It is so important to go as soon as something happens, if you can, so they can collect whatever evidence they need. You know, don't take a shower. But this is just basic stuff that everybody learns. But even still, you don't get to tell a person when. And you don't get to make light of it. Because even in her response, she says something about she gets to talk about a very important issue and bring humor to it and da 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 da. And I'm a person that believes very, 
I believe in bringing humor to a situation. I love to laugh, um, but not this. And especially right now when everybody got it has a situation. And then you got to look at somebody like me where I was molested and then I said something and then was quieted and nobody believed me. So then mm-hmm. when it happened the next two or three times it happened, all different people, um, even a family member, I didn't say a motherfucking thing because I mean, I had already tried that one time and ain't nobody had paid me no motherfucking attention. You know what I'm saying? And, and then not only that, by the time it came down to the point where it was my family member, it was just kind of like this shit would tear my family apart. But then there's also still that fear of nobody not going to believe me. Cause anytime you speak up, regardless, it's always, he say, she say, yeah. E- and then even when you have the proof, when you don't take the shower, you go straight there, you don't pass go, you don't collect $200 and you just go straight there. You still got to fight for your damn life to prove that this shit was not consensual. It is just always a battle. So you don't get to tell people when they should speak up. It don't matter that they've lived a whole life, then got married, then had children and did all that. You don't know that person still lives with that every single day. Like even me, I've forgiven everyone that did did those things to me. But some mornings I have to wake up now and still forgive these motherfuckers because I I get up and I be feeling a way about it. Yeah, I, I just... Like you can't, like I I don't know. I, I think in one of the comments she kind of like made a like inference that she something might have happened to her or whatever. But everybody situation ain't the same. Like you don't know. I like, don't think anything. I, I I think I I saw somebody said something about that, and I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I, and then I don't want to be that person to be like I don't believe nothing happened. But in fact, if it did happen to you, how about use your platform to be like, okay, this is what happened to me, and then this is what I said, and this. Don't come on here trying to tell everybody else what they should do, especially from somebody like me, because then that was like my second or third thought. Like, well, bitch, has this ever happened to you? Like, how do you know what you would do? Is this real good to talk a game about what you would do if you was in that situation? But you never know, yeah, ever. And, she, and she's like, uh, you had to drive home and you took a shower and you lived a happy Like, you don't know what people had to go through to, like, just get past it. And maybe just, to, like, to have the strength to tell somebody, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know some people... Uh, some stories I heard where the person was like, I'm, it might have been in the comments that I read. They were like, um, if you tell somebody I kill your mama or if you tell somebody I kill you or they tell me if, I, if you tell somebody they won't believe you or, you know what I'm saying, just all of that. Or even even like the situation now, like when you think about something like Bill Cosby or whatever, right? Like all the women mm-hmm. that came out against him and still people not believing the women. You know what I'm saying? Like, I agree. And I definitely used to be... I. I definitely used to be one of those women, not necessarily that I didn't believe them, but I was just like, damn, all these women, like all these. And then I had to realize that most times a person that is raping or molesting, they don't do that shit to just one person. There's no cutoff point for that. Um, And I had to snap the fuck out of it. I think I was just like, no, but not the Cosby's girl. Fuck the Cosby's. Bill did that shit. He real low down and dirty for it. Yeah, it's like... um. You just don't. You can't tell people when to tell whatever. Like, some, you can't. Like people process process shit differently. People um are able to, you know what I'm saying, verbalize things differently. You know what I'm saying. So, and then like different types of, you know, ways people are born or are brought up. They like there's certain stigmas in certain, you know, what I'm saying certain families or whatever that 
you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. would hinder a person from coming out or whatever. So it would because in especially in my family, like, no, you don't speak of that. That did not happen. We'll handle this when we get home. And then the shit was just covered up for the rest of the time. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't it, it is just different. And then who's to say that you don't even know that maybe that person was just getting over a trauma of that significant mm-hmm. uh, of the same thing. And then this happened to them again. You know what I'm saying? And and then not only that, being a woman rape is and molestation is like the hardest things because then it's like well where are you asking for it because mm-hmm. i still have yet to figure out how the fuck does one ask for this because i could be but ass naked and not asking for it mm-hmm. um but you know what i'm saying it, it's just still so much where you were you drinking where were you dressed provocatively were you flirting because i mean because i because i bet my eye at you that mean you get to get some pussy like no well i, I mean uh, um, Brandon, shut your I'm, ass up I'm now. Joking, I'm joking, uh, okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just feel like she was 110 percent out of line. Yeah, she, she was, was, and this isn't a, one of the situations that you're going to be able to make light of. She should stick to roasting because every now and then, or because sometimes the way how she be roasting her man's that should be hella funny to me because he dead ass be deserving to be roasted. He be looking uh, real fucking crazy out here. But um. She she uh, never was really funny to me, but I mean, yeah, you, you, I agree. A lot of the stuff I just be looking at, and I just be like, okay, um, okay, <laughs> that's uh, legit how I be. But uh, she got, I mean, she got a nice accent. You know, I like talking to people from Baltimore, but I'm an accent person anyway. You I got hate a good that accent. accent. You do? Yeah. No, give me some Baltimore. On a on a give me some Baltimore. I know, I know some people from Baltimore. Their accent ain't like hers though. She talked like a it fucking really dude. Ain't. Hers, I'm gonna say hers real deep in Baltimore, like down the street from the wire Baltimore to me. Um, but I do I don't I don't I don't be minding that and you know, little Louisiana accent. Everybody know I love Louisiana. Maybe I just don't like her. Maybe I just don't yeah. like her. Yeah. You 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 probably you probably don't, as most people don't. And I feel like she definitely said this shit at the wrong time if you're announcing your reoccurring role on a sitcom on Fox. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now you I mean, big ups to you what for landing the ball. Now, don't get me the line. Now, some some comedian got a show coming out, and that's pretty uh, much the end of what I know. Um, um, but yeah, I just feel like she know that whenever you're on shit, you can get yoked off that shit at any given man. time. You got to be careful what you say. We see Columbus Short was beating up his wife, and then what? Ha- what did Son- Sandra Rhymes do? Kill his ass off. Like yeah. you got to be careful. Now he's he about to do time. Yeah, he definitely about to do time. Yeah. And then he was, did you see his little posts about, about the lies and all this shit? And I'm just like, bro, you been nah, beating bitches up. This ain't no lie. He's <laughs> like, dead to me. Um, just like she might be. But, uh. Yeah. Yeah. But um, she been dead to a lot of people. There's been a lot of people that Ben wasn't fucking with her, so. Oh. Uh, word. Yeah, she's not, she ain't smart enough to make a uh, a rape joke. She not. She really, really is absolutely fucking not. Ooh, why don't, when you said smart enough just now, I'm gonna tell you who is smart enough. Dave Chappelle. I finally yeah. watched the thing that we that you told me to watch way back when. Oh yeah, yeah. That's what I was, was thinking about too. When he was like, uh, <laughs> is is <laughs> he was talking? He basically was talking about Bill Cosby. He was like, is he is is he more good than than he did he do more good than he did rape or some shit was the basically the thing of the joke and. Yeah, but y'all go watch that shit. But uh, <clears throat> yeah, I think she was dead wrong, and uh, I don't care if her career goes up in flames. I don't either. 
Something else that's either. going up in flames uh, that we talked about last <laughs> week, Toys R Us. <laughs> yeah. They're going out of business and all of that, but they're going to have a huge going out of business sale. It started on Thursday, so uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, y'all might want to start getting in there, getting y'all some, uh, some shit. It's going to last roughly 14 weeks, but, you know, the store's going to close faster as they run out of inventory. So if y'all got a Toys R Us in y'all area, go run up in there, see what y'all can get. You know what I'm saying? Toys R Us, they sell a whole bunch of shit, games and all kind of shit. So go check out Toys R Us, y'all. Um, and speaking of Toys R Us... The Toys R Us founder, Charles Lazarus, he died. He uh, started Toys R Us um, 70 years ago when he was 25. Um, but they say he sold all his, his uh, stock or whatever. His shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shit. Yeah, so he didn't own any stock or, or any stake in the, in the chain. But he died a week after the, basically after Toys R Us died. So I don't know if there's a correlation to that. Maybe his little heart was broken that his baby is gone. Um, but damn. Oh, and it says the store was named Jeffrey, but then they changed it to Toys R Us. So let me tell you how when I read it, I read the post on the shade room, right? Uh huh. And they were talking, they had an excerpt on there from the CEO now and was like, you know, it was so much passion behind it. He used to be in the store all the time and his eyes light up. He loved to see kids playing with toys. He loved to watch the kids play with the toys. And, Mm -hmm. you know, just the wording of it all about how him watching the kids and loving the kids. So I was just kind of like, mm hmm. Oh. Mm hmm. (laughs) <laughs> but you know because he Caucasian and I just feel like they all low down dirty and nasty like that so I, that's just where I went with it but you know he dead now and going on on and you know he going on the glory Jesus <laughs> oh okay <laughs> uh, another white man that you may like or not uh, he's an heir to uh, Anheuser-Busch uh, he's 58 and he beat up a 6th grade boy in the school gym over dispute between the kid and his son uh, hmm. it says William K. Bush the great-grandson of Beer Baron Adopolis Bush is charged with simple, simple assault in the incident during a youth basketball practice in Creve Corps, Missouri. Uh, Said he blooded the boy's nose, dragged him by the front of his shirt, and pinned him against the wall before the boy's pa- father pulled him off, according to police reports. Uh, here's the thing, though. If somebody blooded my son, my nephew, my cousins, a little boy that I know, knows a grown man i'm gonna whoop that grown man ass you damn motherfucking right i am said his son was in line during basketball practice when he began to scuffle with another boy on the team over who was first said bush who was six feet 195 pounds charged over and grabbed the other boy he said you fucker what do you fucking think you're fucking doing to my fucking kid why would you talk to a kid like that then they got surveillance video. It shows him grabbing the boy once and then more and forcing him backwards out of the gym into the lobby. So at this point, the boy appears to take a swing at Bush in an effort to get away. Bush is seen pushing the boy backwards and pinning him against the wall. Um, so shout out to him. Uh, he'll probably get off, though, because he's white and he's rich. Right, right. Yeah, but he beat up 11-year-old. Shout out to you, uh, Billy Bush. 
<laughs> Billy Bush, 58 years old, beat up a sixth grade boy. So y'all still drinking that beer? What what beer? Anheuser Busch. What's that? Uh, Budweiser. That's an Anheuser Busch, ain't it? I have no clue. I'm I'm not I'm not a beerologist. Oh well. Me either. Uh, let's but see. I will be. Well, no, that ain't even a beer. I'm, since I told Brittany Day, I'm done with liquors. I'm just gonna stick to wine. What were you drinking? And my little angry orchard. What were you drinking? Well, Brittany got me some tequila because you know. She was real ready for me to get low down and dirty last night, and that's my dirty Ooh, drink. Ooh, you was going to eat some ass, ain't it? Probably, but... Damn. Um... <laughs> I just threw that out there. I know. Uh, but, don't, t- yeah. don't, don't seem like a... Uh, hmm, is she a leg in the air or toot up? She she's a however I tell... She's how, She is a however I ask her to get... How about that? Yeah, true, because if I was going to get my ass ate, I'd probably tell somebody tell me how to get it ate, then, you know what I'm saying, just i take it how you give it. <laughs> Thank you. I ain't never got my ass ate before, y'all. However, however I want her to be is how she be. Ooh. But, um, yeah, I was and all day I was rejoicing, like, we was out bowling and shit, like, I was real lit, and I don't know why she didn't see the decline in my bowling, because first game, I was fucking killing Next game, them drinks was done sitting heavily on my spirit, and I was fucking up, and I fell. Damn, you ashamed? I know. Huh? I know you ashamed, Brittany. I know. I, I don't know if Brittany was shamed. She just came running over to me like, "Baby, are you okay? Oh my god!" And I was like dying laughing when she got over there, but she was like, "I saw you step across the line," and my thing was, I've never went across the line before, but I was fucking drunk. This is my bowling skills had started declining. I stepped over the line, and bit, let me tell you, when I say that shit slippery as fuck. Oh yeah, shit, it is cross that line. Now, that line. Let me tell you, I never stepped across the line. I've never felt following my bowling and bro, the tip of my shoe went over the line, yeah, and I was, I was dying. I was man down. What but did I was giggling so hard. See, and that was another thing I was because I, you know, this morning I'm like, baby, why did you let me get me so drunk? Like, you don't love me. She like, well, the only thing we had before we went bowling, I made some homemade spinach dip and we heat that up and ate some of that. So we really didn't eat. And last night we was at the bowling alley. When I'm drinking, I love french fries. And I kept being like, I want french fries. I want french fries. We didn't ever get fucking french fries. Mm. And then, you know, rejoicing and dancing about this bomb ass sex we finna come home and have. And then you fucked it up. Let me tell you, right. So first of all, I don't even remember leaving the bowling alley number one. So I'm like, how did we get? Home? Well, obviously Brittany drove, and then she like, oh, when she got home, and I was like, how did I get my clothes off? She hit one head to do everything, and she said she was ready to have sex, and I told her, no, I didn't want to have sex. I was too drunk, and I'm like, who? What the fuck kind of bitch was living in me, bitch? I always want to have sex. What the fuck are you talking about? Too drunk. Uh, we didn't. It was, I'm glad that she didn't know because you couldn't consent. Then we have another Me Too story. So shout out to Brittany for not being a Me Too. <laughs> okay, shout out to Brittany. <laughs> <laughs> uh, somebody else who got Me Too, Tavis Smiley. Uh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. If, do you remember talking about Tavis Smiley? Were you on the show? Mm-hmm. Then? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We talked about mm-hmm. Tavis Smiley. He had uh, a um, new show on some unknown network and all this other shit. Yeah, 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 and um. Uh, you know, he came out and said he didn't do anything. Well, PBS, they recently released what the gays call receipts. Um, <laughs> okay, the gays. They do. So that's petty. What, I mean, that's where it comes from. Shout out to the gays for all of the language that people use. They using all their language and shit and not giving them credit. I'm giving y'all credit, you know. Right, uh, right. But yeah, they they, get, they released, uh, PBS released a 32-page answer and counter suit that states Smiley violated the network's morals clause 
and seeks one point nine million in in return salary plus unspecified damages. Um, oh, yeah. So I guess it has all of the allegations. Uh, you know how thorough his investigation was. Um, but uh, Tavis Smiley, he's still sticking to his story or whatever. But um, yeah, he might have to come up off some bread. Well, he, I mean, at this point. And he might as damn well stick to yeah. it. Yeah, he should have just shut the fuck up. He should have. He yeah. de- most definitely should have. People got to know when to hold and when to fold. Mm-hmm. They don't know. I, I, had to, I had to use that on Saturday. I ended up at a job fair that I got invited to one that and I, it was not for what I thought it was for. And I was like, oh, no, let me get this. You got to know when to hold and when to fold. And that's what I told him when I was leaving. Like, you got to know when to hold and when to fold. This ain't for me. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. He should have shut up. If I would have stayed in there, then people would have hired me. How the fuck I was going to look like driving a Comcast van and climbing poles and shit and crawling under people's houses? Mm-mm. No. Mm-hmm. Nah. Yeah. Um, oh, Tavis. So uh, we're going to go from that, uh, you know, bad news, but to some good news. Do you know who uh, Byron Allen is? I feel like I heard the name just now recently. Yeah, I Who see. Is he? He's a comedian. Um, I guess he's real rich. He, I know. I used to see him on like Extra or Entertainment Tonight, like bald headed black dude. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Well, um, he acquired the Weather Channel TV network um, as he looks to expand his film and TV production company into a major media business. Uh, his entertainment studio, his entertainment studios Inc. Bought the network from Blackstone from the Blackstone Group, Bain Capital, and Comcast Corp. According to a statement Thursday, the price was approximately three hundred million dollars, according to a person familiar with the terms. Um, says that's a, prax- a fraction of what the larger company sold for in a, in a decade. I'm, damn, a decade ago. I'm a little drunk, y'all. Excuse me. Says uh, the deal includes the famous cable TV network, but not online assets such as the website Weather.com. And related mobile apps, which were acquired by International Business Machines Court in January 2016, uh, he said, "When a big storms happens, when a big storm happens, it's the Super Bowl of weather. As many as 30 million people watch. Um, his company produces and syndicates TV shows, and has released films such as last year's thriller 47 Meters Down. Never heard of it. Um, it also owns comedy." dot tv and cars dot tv uh alan said he wanted he wants to invest more in the weather channel expanding both its international and local distribution it's part of a broader strategy to invest what he said would be billions of dollars in the media and entertainment industry uh and it said that the original group they purchased the weather channel in 2008 for about 3.5 billion dollars so and he bought it for three hundred million. So shout out to him. Shout out. Yeah, he's to the him, he's the he's the bald bald headed black dude with no facial hair. I don't want to say it's extra extra or entertainment tonight. I think it's entertainment tonight. I think it's entertainment tonight too, especially if you think about well, if it's who I'm thinking about. I should have used my phone just now to Google, but um, I definitely yeah. didn't do that. Well, that was my intent though. But yeah. Yeah, so shout out to him, man. He got the Weather Channel. So now I got to, you know what I'm saying? I just got to fuck with the Weather Channel now because right, a black right. man on that to. shit. Yeah, you got to. fuck with that. You got yeah. to. Uh, uh, more go good news. More good news. I know you seen uh, about Black Panther. Oh, yeah, I did see that. 
So mm-hmm. it is officially um the US's top grossing superhero movie of all time. Yeah, that's crazy. Wakanda for motherfucking ever, son. Yeah. I'm I'm just ready to see Infinity Wars now. You said you're ready to see what? Infinity War. It's the next movie. Oh, know? right, right, right. Yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah, so I'm ready for that. Man, Marvel is just making I'm looking at the month like Black Panther the date has earned one point two billion dollars. Billion I, with a B. Iron Man <laughs> earned one point two billion. Uh Avengers earned one point five and the other Avengers earned one point four billion. That's crazy. They be they out here doing a little son Sam. Yeah, that's crazy. So shout out to them. Um I mean I saw the movie three times. I know a lot of people right. have seen it like multiple right. times. I, I mean, because it, it was worthy. Yeah, it was. It was. It was worth it. Yeah. I didn't fall asleep in none of them. None of them. But I'm generally not no fall asleep in movies type of person. The only movie that I've ever fell asleep in, fallen asleep in, and I did it in, like almost damn near under the seat, was... um. Way back when, when Texas Chainsaw Massacre came out, I am not no no horror movie ass uh, woman, honey. You fell asleep just, on that shit. I had to go to sleep, like physically make myself. I was so fucking scared. Oh. My friends were laughing at me. I was damn near under the seat, and I made myself fall asleep. It's not so much as the picture for me as it is the sound. I cannot, I cannot do it. I have heart attacks the whole movie, and I, that's what they feel like to me, honey. I'm just not. I don't do horror films at all. Only movie I fell asleep on it was one of them Twilight movies. Oh no! Fell asleep Uh -uh. during one of them. That shit was so fucking dry and boring. It wasn't the first one. It might have been like the second, second one, the third one. But we were at the. I was going to say the third one wasn't the third one wasn't as dry. But I do feel like if you're going to pick one, which one is was the driest? It probably would have been the second one. But I, I, I like the Twilight. Yeah, and I, I, I've never. That's the only movie I ever fell asleep in. So, yeah. Uh, let's see what else we got before we go. Something. Um, trying to find something uplifting, but I ain't got nothing uplifting, y'all. I'm gonna leave y'all on a sad note. Um. <laughs> Remember back in uh, let's see what year I don't know, mm, 2015 July 2015 when it was a guy he was killed by um, University of Cincinnati police officer. Um, he shot and killed yeah. the guy. Uh, he said he tried to say that the guy was trying to run over him or some shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, the officer's name was Ray Tenzing. Well, he's walking away with zero repercussions after. Shooting and killing an unarmed black man, but apparently he'll be paid handsomely for his trouble after receiving a settlement from the university. Um, he'll receive almost three hundred and fifty thousand from the university. Following this, are you serious? Yep, settlements of grievance that the Ohio Police Union filed on Tensing's behalf when he was fired after he fatally shot Sam DeBose, uh in two thousand fifteen. Says in exchange for. In exchange for two hundred and forty-four thousand dollars of back pay and benefits of a hundred thousand dollars in legal fees, Tensing resigned and agreed not to file a lawsuit against the university. Um. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's fucked up. But I guess when I when I tell you that's just fucked up, that is. Oh my god. I mean, it sounds real fucked up, but like a lot of people in a lot of states, like they have never worked like for a union or whatever but that's like one of the benefits of working for a union like 
if something happens on your job and you get fired or whatever, but it's not your fault and you gone for a number of years, like your union will fight for you and shit, and that's what happened with him. Like he getting years worth of back pay and legal fees. So, like the law said, he really didn't do nothing wrong, and he had to resign. But because he could have been working, up, you know, what I'm saying, no years or whatever, they're giving him back pay, and it's all because he got a, you know, what I'm saying, a strong union. If it wasn't for the union, though, he'd be ass out. He definitely would be down here. The union is um real heavy and some of the jobs that i was applying to when i first got here mm-hmm. uh, were a part of the union and i had to look into all of that to see what the fuck was going on just because i've never had to i've never had a job that was a part of the union and or anything like that but yeah they, they'll definitely fight for you yeah you'll make like a lot of people that work for unions like they make more money and yeah but that like- wasn't really the case down here or at least from what I've been seeing, like the jobs that were a part of the union definitely were paying less than the jobs that were weren't a part of the union. And that was what had me not apply to some of those jobs. Um, even after researching the union, I was like, Oh, okay, well that's cool, whatever, you know, yada yada yada. But yeah, no. I like I like these bigger numbers that these other people be talking about. Yeah, like uh like here in uh Charleston, it's a um it's like, you know what I'm saying, it's a big born facility or whatever and they moved from I want to say they moved from Seattle oh yeah because Bowen is here it's a big ass Bowen thing heat Bowen field here yeah they moved them they moved that from there to here because they didn't want to pay because the people like you know what I'm saying they had like unions and shit there they didn't want to deal with unions so they moved every, they moved it here because they are no you know what I'm saying they really aren't yeah it's a few industries that have unions because they have to but yeah here is not that so like people make good money for here but it's not like what they would be making it you know what i'm saying if they were yeah there. so it's now for a money. job like that i do think that the uh, union job definitely was probably paying a lot but even here like alaska air like for me to work from home for alaska air it was only like 12 dollars and something and i was like but who mm. no i can't how they do that not when i'm a, most of the jobs that i have been applied to and been interviewing for or eat or have gotten is at least like have at least been like 15 and up. And even now, in the caliber I'm in now, all of the jobs that are, have been anywhere from like 18 to 30. So I don't even Word. understand. Y'all I don't even understand. Huh? Y'all need a roommate? <laughs> I sleep Hold up. Where y'all sleep at? Upstairs or downstairs? Upstairs. All okay. the bedrooms here are upstairs. I sleep on the couch downstairs, man. You know what I'm saying? No. Mm-mm. Not on the couches. Give me a corner go. somewhere and I'll come and work at home. <laughs> Why are you so foolish? Let me son? find another story real quick. Let me see if I can find something uh lighthearted. Uh yeah, because that wasn't that wasn't at all. Damn, it ain't nothing really lighthearted happened this week. Shake your groove thing, shake your groove. Oh, I, okay, this right here for y'all in South Carolina. Uh I know y'all know by now, I probably got y'all tickets, but uh I think it's like the first time. That Beyonce and Jay Z gonna be in South Carolina performing. Ooh, yep. Because when I seen them, I saw them in I saw them in Charlotte and in Atlanta. Yeah, I saw Jay. Every time I seen Jay been in North Carolina, um, I was gonna go to the first on the run tour. It was in Atlanta, but it, that shit was on like a Tuesday. I would have had to like lose two days of fucking work 
my homeboy, he's like, man, just meet me in Atlanta. I was like, yeah, nah, I can't do it, cuz. Jay-Z show. I mean, Beyonce, I see her on uh, Miss Carter and one before Miss Carter. But um, Jay-Z, I mean, Beyonce does any an amazing show, but I feel like that is to be expected. But let me tell you, when I say Jay-Z did a hell of a show whenever I saw him, mm-hmm. and he got fined that night too though because the show was supposed to be over set was supposed to be over and he was just like nah y'all too live fuck it i'll pay and he just kept going damn. for like almost another damn hour and it in? was every- no i was no i was living in south carolina and i saw him i want to i thought it was charlotte but it was greensboro, greensboro. i think that's what it's called yeah because our hotel room had got broken into when we went to go they broke your hotel room well so this is the thing they said the hotel said someone had to break into the room but then I'm just trying to figure out how slay the rooms on the inside. And um, the I mean, and the, then the only thing they took was like the laptop, two laptops. But then they didn't take the cord, the power cords for them. There was all type Jordans in there. Um, wallet, our wallets was in there. They ain't take none of that. They did as just went in there and got it. And I just was, I went crazy because I was just like, nah, this was the inside job, first of all. Because we know how hotel doors set up. You, you can't break into the hotel room. Yeah. Like you can't. Like, you can't do that. That's crazy. Somebody had a key, and they walked up in here and got these laptops. Yeah. I Whatever the case. Uh, his concert was lit as fuck. And, I'm, and I've seen a lot of people in concert, but Jay-Z is definitely one, and Beyonce, that I would pay to see over, over and over again every single time. Yeah, so uh, I don't know what made them take it to Columbia, but uh, I ain't mad at it, so. I ain't mad either because when they first um, rolled out the concert, um, me and my cousins and stuff in the group chat, we was just I was like, well, the closest it's going to get to me is 150 miles away in Vancouver in Canada. We'll drive it. Like, y'all come, concert on a Tuesday, y'all drive down, y'all fly in, we'll drive up, get a room, whatever. And then when they rolled out more dates and said they were going to be in Seattle on Thursday, I was like, bitch, yes. And that's Britney's birthday y'all that going? Thursday. So. Y'all going? I am making point. Yeah, yes, we are going. I'm going to buy the tickets for her to go, but you know, she and them folks military, and you know, uh, uh she might be gone. You but... go, you can go to Vancouver. No, nah, we're going to go to the one in Seattle. You might see Narwa out there. You know who Narwa is? What the fuck is that? Uh, he he a, a, like a weird acting white dude, but he like interview like uh, musicians and shit, and he know all about them. It's, it's, he do like funny little interviews and shit, but. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, I just decided to go to the one in Seattle because, uh, again, Seattle's like 30 minutes away, N- not even if ain't no traffic. And, um, yeah. Word. Well, shout out to y'all. I know y'all going to have fun. I'm, I'm, I know you're going to have fun. I'm going to probably go. I don't know. You, you going by yourself? Nah. <laughs> I, I ain't re- <laughs> Bro, I'm so fucking sick of you, Willa. <laughs> yeah. We'll keep that. We'll keep that. You know yeah. where it is. We always we always keeping some shit. We're gonna keep that right where it is. Uh so uh Brittany, uh give me your information because I gotta get out of here because it's uh getting about to be my bedtime. <clears throat> okay, Brittany, give them your information. First of all, my I name is Courtney. Courtney. Damn. Right. I'm sorry, Courtney. Damn, you done just replace your call your whole co-host. I told you my Instagram is lovecurls underscore. The blog is multidimensionalsoul.com. Chia. What else? That's it. What, what else I'm giving them? Not Facebook. And I don't be on Snap like that for real. You sure that's it? What else I'm supposed to say? 
Oh my god, son! Um, no, I've been I'm over. That's that's too loud. That was loud. I want y'all to follow yes. me on uh, Instagram, uh, BP McCool. And also, y'all, if y'all have any uh, questions or comments, I'm trying to get somebody. They this super single person I saw on Amy Page. Um, she's having trouble with her dude, so I'm trying to get her to email so I can help her out, ladies. If y'all have any trouble with y'all niggas, holler at me. I'm like the nigga whisperer. I know how the, y'all can get y'all niggas to act right. Or just, you know, to uh, for him to put your pussy on a pedestal. Um, and ladies, I'm right here because y'all all know Brandon to be on that bullshit. I don't be on that bullshit. I'll teach you what. I'll teach you the real. Uh, I bet. I'll teach you the real. Courtney ain't going to teach y'all shit, but some, uh, I don't know what. Uh, right, you don't know. I I I happen to give amazing advice. Let me just tell you. I was gonna say she don't know nothing about getting girls, but obviously she do. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know all about it. <laughs> yeah, but um. So yeah, don't try. Yeah, me. y'all send send us y'all questions and shit. Shout out to our uh, listener who sent in an email. We want to thank you for giving us that extra content. Um, uh, and that's all we got this week, y'all. Um, thank y'all for listening, and uh, we out. Peace.